Welcome back, my friends, to the show that never ends. We're so glad you could attend. Come inside, come inside. There behind the glass stands a real blade of grass. Be careful as you pass. Move along, move along. This segment brought to you by Main West Animal Hospital. Dog Talk with Dave McMahon on News Talk 610 CKTB. Monday night to all of you out there in Radio Land. Dave the Dog Man here with you Monday night. Glad you could be here with us. This is probably one of your best hours of the week, isn't it? <laughs> I hope so. We always have a good time on the Dog Talk Radio Show. I feel we've come to know each other a lot better. Uh, and I really appreciate you guys uh, recommending the Dog Talk Radio Show to your friends, family, and neighbors. Uh, thanks for spreading the word. Really appreciate that. We've been here for over five years on the 610 CKTB radio station. Uh, doing the dog talk. Always lots of fun things to talk about. Uh, my technical producer, Greg Campagne, say hello to everyone, Greg. Hello, Dave. How are you? I'm doing fantastic. I thought uh, we would start uh, just briefly with uh, the retractable leash story. Now, you gave me two when we were uh, off air. Uh, could you do the second one? If you wouldn't mind, because I heard the two of them, but the second one is more high impact, and I think it'll be better uh, entertainment from the audience's perspective. Well, yeah, so I thought of you, uh, well, this week, because I saw, you know, I saw a funny incident with the dog walker, and it reminded me of another incident. I was right, right here around the corner from the radio station at Ontario Street at a red light. It was a beautiful, sunny day. And I'm waiting at the red light, and there's a dog walker coming, uh, coming towards, uh, walking on the sidewalk to my left, and uh, there was a sprinkler on in front of an apartment building. One it's of funny those, already. Yeah, one of those, you know, yeah. thick, strong sprinklers, right? Yeah. Real loud type. And that dog was going for that sprinkler. So <laughs> naturally, he took off, but he wrapped up the owner right around the legs like in a cartoon. <laughs> And took off. Now, the sprinkler wasn't that far, so you didn't have that far to go. And that, yeah. that owner went down like a tree and into the sprinkler Jesus. where the dog enjoyed a lovely drink. The dog walker got soaked. <laughs> and I had a laugh. My window was down. I think he heard me laughing. <laughs> <laughs> and this was a retractable leash. Yeah, yeah. And and you know how much I love those. Oh, he was wrapped up <laughs> like a roast beef. Crazy. Don't walk your dog with retractable leashes. Because you can trip. Someone else can trip. <laughs> Or the whole thing will turn out to be an ugly trip like this. Thanks for sharing that story, Greg. Oh, you're welcome. Much appreciated. It was funny. That's Greg Campagne, our technical producer. Without him, we're screwed. There is no show without uh, Greg Campagne, everyone. Uh, anyway, without delay, I'd like to introduce uh, our next guest. Uh, his name is Dr. Aaron Bond, and uh, he is our resident veterinarian on the Dog Talk radio show for the past five years, so you may have heard him in the past. Uh, Dr. Bond is the owner of the Maine West Animal Hospital, also the Heartland Animal Hospital in Niagara Falls. And uh, he owns Golden Retrievers. He's an awesome guy. He's a true dog lover and uh, just a super, super veterinarian. So many of my obedience class students uh, have him as a doctor for their animals, and they are very, very happy with him. Uh, they tell me that he's very compassionate, and I said, yes, I know that. Uh, so if you are looking for a veterinarian... Uh, for your new puppy, or perhaps you have a vet now and you're interested in switching, uh, certainly, you know, you could uh, inquire about uh, applying to be a patient, if you want, with uh, Dr. Bond. Good evening, Dr. Bond. Welcome to Dog Talk. Hey, Dave. How are you today? Well, I'm having fun running my mouth so far. Thank you very much. <laughs> you, you know, it's, uh, it's theater of the mind. It's so weird not being there with you. I, I miss that. I can almost see you dancing away to that intro song. I'm like, oh, man. I was. I, I, I was I, on I, my tiptoes dancing to the intro song. Yeah. You know it. I just, that music just takes me over. 
What did you think of Greg Campagne's story about the retractable leashes? Absolutely <laughs> hilarious. And I've seen similar things in the clinic with, you know, multiple dogs in close, somewhat close proximity yeah. getting into it, and they're just tied up, and yeah. you're trying to get people apart. Yeah, those retractable leashes are nothing but trouble. Yeah, once upon a time at the Wolfstock in Toronto, when they would have the Wolfstock Outdoor Summer Festival, thousands of dog owners with their dogs would attend. And uh, for the first year, they people were showing up with retractable leashes and dogs getting tangled and people tripping. And uh, they don't allow that anymore, thank goodness. Even with the indoor uh, dog events that we have, there's no retractable leashes allowed because they're just too dangerous. They sure are. They sure are. So how have you been keeping in the uh, COVID-19 pandemic uh, days? How's everything going with you at the the Main West Animal Hospital, for example? Yeah, you know, David, it's been been okay. You know, I think first of all, we're really happy and healthy that we're really happy that everyone's healthy. You know, we've had nobody uh, sick, knock on wood. Uh, And that's, you know, what we're grateful for. We are, you know, essential service, so we're still open, but... It's not business as uh, as usual. Of course, we're trying to do our part to keep the pets safe, while keeping the public safe and our and our staff safe. So, uh, you know, everyone's coined the term curbside pickup and and and, and service and that sort of stuff. So we are we are taking the animals, taking the dogs, um, but we don't get to interact with people quite as much. So that's you know that's the part we enjoy just as much. So um, it, it's challenging as it, as it is for everybody. There's other businesses that are having much more difficult times. So I won't complain, but no, it's. Uh, it's been good. But not to be uh, negative, derogatory, or anything, but sometimes the owners can be uh, a nuisance, or they can be underfoot. So, <laughs> on the yeah. positive side, you can take the dog, uh, and you can do what you have to do, and then you can consult with the person after. Yeah, you know, I mean, that is it, it's true. You're absolutely, you're absolutely right. But, so I, I enjoy the... I know you do. ...to the back and forth, and sometimes the good jokes, and... Yeah. And that stuff. So, yeah. Well, you certainly have the great bedside manner with the owners and uh, and with the animals as well. Yeah, that's fun. Lots of fun. Yeah. So, um, at the at the Main West Animal Hospital now, so if people would make an appointment and yes. they would pull up, and uh, in some cases, I imagine they would just wait in the car, yep. uh, depending on the procedure. Uh, and other times, it would be just no different than any other time. You would drop the dog off if the dog was getting spayed or neutered, and you'd come back when you're asked to come back. Yeah. Yeah. Absolutely. And everybody. You know, and I think all, all, the, all the veterinarians in the region are kind of doing that together and. Um, you know, unfortunately, we've got, we've got a big backlog. So just for people listening, um, you know, the, with the College of Veterinarians and the emergency orders, uh, veterinarians have been, you know, deemed to do only urgent or essential services. And so things like spaying and neutering dogs and uh, nail trims and some of the stuff we'd love to be able to help out with, uh, we're just not able to right now. So there's a big backlog. I mean, we're getting questions every day. You know, I've got my dog. They're going to go to heat, um, you know, all sorts of things. And, and some people are quite upset by this. Um so just, you know, on behalf of all Niagara veterinarians, just have patience because um, we'd love to be doing those things too. But the more people we get in, uh, the more, you know, interactions we have with people and people with each other. And so uh, right now, those kind of less essential services are being put off until such time that we can kind of open up. Now, have you had to thin the herd? Do you have less staff now as a result of this? Well, um, you know what we've had to do, Dave, and, you know, we've had to do with Niagara Veterinary Emergency Clinic and, and all our colleagues in the area have. Uh, we had to break down into smaller teams, so just in case one person, so try to minim- make you know maximize the amount of social distancing we can. So instead of having two or three doctors on a time and you know fifteen to eighteen staff members, now we have three separate teams of five people. So we're able to do a lot less. Um, and so, like, I might work seven days in a row, then have seven days you know off. I'm doing management stuff, but. We've had to cut back hours quite a bit and um, and really reduce the amount of people we have on the floor, which which makes it more difficult to get people people in. I mean, it's it's been a real. If your dog's been sick in the last you know week or two and you're listening, um, you may have had a frustrating experience with your veterinarian, and, and that's not just your veterinarian at our place everywhere, uh, because we're all very much limited into how much we can do and how much we can see just because of the measures we've had to take. And now, when would you predict that things get back to a semi-normal, there's that word, normal sort of state? You know what, uh, It's Dave, a tough I, question I, for you, but I mean, a, can you guess? Really tough, I think from veterinary medicine, I think that's going to come somewhat sooner than later in terms of us being able to ramp up our capacity to treat animals because we can, we can, treat, the, you know, we can treat the pets and uh, you know, the people can go outside and we can give them reports. 
Uh, but I think the rest of the, the economy and people where you have to interact directly with people, that, that may take some time. But I think for us, because we can kind of really limit our interactions with people, um, we're going to come back up to speed, you know, probably within the next month, I imagine. But that's, you know, the big knock on wood, fingers crossed sort of thing. I mean, we're lucky so far that, you know, pets haven't really shown too much in terms of dogs, haven't shown too much sign of illness. Uh, cats, on the other hand, have been shown to be susceptible um, to the coronavirus. Not severely. You know, there haven't been any reports of deaths, but, um, you know, they are suggesting that if you are suspicious uh, or, or you're in quarantine for COVID or, uh, you know, having symptoms that you, you get away not just from other people but from your pets as well because, you know, with the SARS virus, the, the previous one, we knew that cats were susceptible and there have been some reports of cases of, uh, you know, that happening in this in this case as well. Not so much dogs, though. So cats are more susceptible to it. Yep, and they, they get up respiratory signs. And, and so it doesn't really, it's not, not we should be deathly afraid or scared. We always knew this could happen. Um, but, you know, uh, if you're sick, you, you stay away from pets and people because we can make both of them sick. We don't think that the pets are a big source of infection or a source at all for people, but we can make them sick. And there's different types of coronavirus. I mean, there's coronavirus for, for dogs. I mean, yeah, no. We, completely we, I mean, separate from, you know, uh, COVID-19. Absolutely. You know, something we deal with fairly regularly often causes, you know, gastrointestinal. It's probably the most common cause of gastrointestinal signs and vomiting, diarrhea, and stuff like that for dogs. And usually, um, you know, they're able to recover on their own. There's a vaccine for it, but we don't suggest using it. Um, but yeah, there's, there's lots of coronaviruses out there. Lots and lots. Mm. I'm not sure if you saw, when this first came out, there's a whole, I saw a picture on the internet of a, a cow coronavirus vaccine. People were saying you should use this. It's been out forever, but it's a totally different disease. So don't, you, don't do that. Well, people are getting so confused because there's so much different, uh, you know, conflicting information out there. Yeah. And I think, you know, if you, if you listen to the government, I think, you know, they're doing the best job they can right now. Um, and and that's, that, that really should be our most reliable source of information. I mean, there's, there's so many people that are unfortunately taking advantage of the situation too, right, to try to, for pets and, um, and with, uh, you know, cats and people. Like I, I saw, I've seen uh, some ads on Facebook the other day about uh, protect your dogs from coronavirus and there's a certain type of herbal supplement. Uh, you know, just, it's not true. You don't need to do that. You don't need to worry about that with your pets. Right. Yeah, somebody wanted me to ask you if if a cat had the coronavirus, can he, you know, transmit it to other animals in the home? Well, they, they, they possibly. Been, yeah, but it's possible. I mean, ferrets for sure. We know ferrets can can get that for sure. Um, so ferrets would be a big one to keep away. They can get influenza and things like that. Cats have been shown, at least we think, been shown to transmit to other cats, but um, not so far dogs and and not cats to humans. So, yeah. Yeah, it's well, a low risk, but just something to be aware of. Mm-hmm. Good to know. Good to know. Yeah. Listen, we're going to take a short break, and we're going to come back and continue our conversation with uh, Dr. Aaron Bond, the owner of the Maine West Animal Hospital in Welland. He also owns the Heartland Animal Hospital on McLeod Road in Niagara Falls. And uh, he's going to talk to us a little bit about heartworm uh, right after these words. You're listening to the Dog Talk Radio Show on 610 AM CKTB. I am Dave McMahon. You can call me the Dog Man. We'll be back right after this. at noon and Sunday nights at 7. Each week, a new theme and more fascinating people. What is your motive for action? I love taking on the status quo and trying to turn it upside down. My whole childhood, I was called bossy. TED Radio Hour, Saturdays at noon and Sunday night at 7. We're not ready for the next epidemic. The scariest thing I've done is ride a rocket ship to space. News Talk 610 CKTV, the voice of Niagara. 
Why do so many local pet parents entrust their cherished companions to Heartland Niagara Animal Hospital in Niagara Falls and Maine West Animal Hospital in Welland year after year? Simple. It's the way they treat their patients and the people who love them with dignity, respect, and the utmost compassion. Both vet clinics help make pet care affordable and offer financing to qualifying clients. New patients are now being accepted. For more, visit Maine West Animal Hospital at mainwestvet.com or Heartland Niagara Animal Hospital at Niagara Falls Animal Hospital.com. Spring is time for renewal. Out with the old. Like that old furnace you put up with all winter. Or that AC unit that won't make it through another summer. Let Evans Heating and Cooling upgrade you to a high-efficiency Lennox furnace and air conditioner. Right now, get rebates up to $1,200 on a new Lennox furnace and air conditioner. Evans Heating and Cooling, your trusted partner in home comfort. 905-354-4424. EvansHeatingandCooling.ca the staff at Pet Food Outlet wants you to stay safe and healthy and recommends that everyone stay home and self-isolate. But if you do need pet food, Pet Food Outlet has sufficient stock to meet your needs. Please call ahead to check their current days and times of operation. Together, we'll get through this tough time. Pet Food Outlet in Welland, making pets and their people happy. Call 905-735-PETS. That's 905-735-7387. Hi, I'm Phil from Speedy Glass. Did you know that a small chip in your windshield can quickly become a major crack? Thanks to our cutting-edge technology, Speedy Glass offers you one of the most reliable and long-lasting repairs in the market, with a lifetime warranty as well. We can repair your windshield in less than an hour. And if you have insurance, it may even be free for you. Details at speedyglass.ca. Visit us or book an appointment online today. Conditions apply. Speedy Glass Repair. Speedy Glass Replace. The staff at Pet Food Outlet wants you to stay safe and healthy and recommends that everyone stay home and self-isolate. But if you do need pet food, Pet Food Outlet has sufficient stock to meet your needs. Please call ahead to check their current days and times of operation. Together, we'll get through this tough time. Pet Food Outlet in Welland, making pets and their people happy. Call 905-735-PETS. That's 905-735-7387. This segment brought to you by Heartland Niagara Animal Hospital. Dog Talk with Dave McMahon on News Talk 610 CKTB. Welcome back to the show, everyone. I'm uh, having a conversation with Dr. Aaron Bond. And uh, we're going to be talking about uh, heartworm in a moment. I would like to acknowledge the uh, the Dog Talk radio show sponsors. Thank you to our sponsors, uh, the Pet Food Outlet located in Welland, Maine West Animal Hospital in Welland, Niagara Canine Conditioning Center in the Garden City of St. Catharines, and the Heartland Niagara Animal Hospital in Niagara Falls. Thank you to our sponsors for making our program possible. Really appreciate it. Dr. Aaron Bond is a veterinarian, graduate of the Ontario Veterinary College. He has the uh, the DVM. That's right, he has the DVM uh, abbreviation uh, after his name. Not before your name. <laughs> I believe it's after. <laughs> Dr. Bond, you still there? I'm still here, sir. Doctor of Veterinary of Medicine, and there's another another thing that, uh, that you are uh, uh, renowned for, Um but I can never remember exactly what it is. <laughs> well, uh, you know, it's, uh, I have attended the uh, Canadian Animal Chiropractic College, and so I'm a certified veterinary uh, spinal, uh, spinal manipulator is, is the term we have to use. You're a, um, you're a certified I'm not, I'm not spinal a, manipulator. Yeah, I'm not a, not, not a chiropractor because that's, you know, you have to go to chiropractic school for it. So similar sorts of things, do the adjustments, and uh, don't want to step on anybody else's toes. So yeah. certified veterinary spinal manipulation, yes. There we go. Excellent. Always Crack. improving and uh, always progressing. Uh, yeah. What can you tell our listeners about heartworm? What should they be thinking about? And uh, and, and can you begin with that? Yeah, you know, Dave, I mean, I think this, this year is really weird because um, you know, our parasite preventions are always really at the forefront of the springtime. 
whether it be ticks and our concerns with Lyme disease, anaplasmosis. Uh, fleas are not quite on the horizon, but coming soon. And then, of course, heartworm disease, which, if you're not familiar, is transmitted by mosquitoes. Um, and so we're, I'm actually getting bit by mosquitoes right now. I'm outside, um, so I'm not interrupted by little children. Uh, but, <laughs> you know, the mosquitoes bring that on. And so normally, this time of year, your veterinary office would be strongly recommending you to come in and get a blood test that checks for previous exposure to these sorts of things, heartworm disease, Lyme disease, and some of the tick-borne illnesses that we have around the area. But due to COVID um, and restrictions, a lot of us are really pushing that off. And we're actually making, um, a lot of places are making the incredible exception of saying not to do the test and dispensing medications, preventative medications for things like, um, you know, Lyme disease, tick-borne illnesses, and and heartworm medication without doing the test. And that's really weird for a lot of pet owners because uh, we've stressed for years and years that you need to do that test before you do the heartworm. Yeah, the test was the prerequisite. Yeah, and it's... I mean, when you get to a, up to a corner, it's like, what's the, what's the greater risk or evil here? And it's not that it's not important to do that test, but it's, it's, we're thinking that it's, it's a worse thing to potentially have your dog exposed to heartworm disease because a lot of people have had their dog on prevention. So for this year and probably this year only, most veterinarians are dispensing medication without doing the test and having people come back later in the summer uh, to do the test afterwards. And I can't tell you how important that is because your dog does have heartworm, especially if they picked it up last year. They're probably going to be asymptomatic, meaning they're not going to be showing many symptoms. They look totally normal. But if we don't test them until next year, that's a year of heartworms kind of wrecking your dog's heart and lungs and causing a lot of serious issues. So it's an important test, but right now, instead of testing, a lot of places are telling people to come in later and getting the medication now, which is you know a change from our usual um, protocol. Yeah. Usual protocol, but it needs to be made because we're, you're, you know, the word unprecedented gets, thro- gets thrown around too many times, but this is really truly an unprecedented time, and we've got we've got to make some you know exceptions and adapt. So that's what's happening. But it's very 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 important. I can't stress this enough that you get on those preventives. Most veterinary clinics are able to still get those medications out to you, just through you know the curbside pickup, call up, bring it up to the door, and get started on those medications. Um, we want to be starting heartworm prevention by June first, and flea flea especially tick preventions right now. We lots of ticks out there. Um, especially little buggers that carry Lyme disease, and that's a con- you know concern for dog health and human health as well. So, just need to watch out for that. And back to the heartworm, can you let the listeners know uh, typically the brand of medication for a heartworm that uh, that you would prescribe? Yeah, so I mean the one I like the best, Dave, is uh, I like HeartGuard because it's a it's a really simple, safe medication, uh, pretty inexpensive as well. It's chewable. Most dogs love it once a month, but. I'll tell you what, any of the heartworm preventions out there uh, are, are really, really effective. So if your dog won't chew, there's topicals like Revolution and uh, some Perica Trio. Uh, like I said, I like that heart guard, but um, any of the heartworm preventions are better than none. Advantage Multi is another one that comes to mind. They're all excellent, and as long as you're on one of them, you're going to be fine. And some dogs, you know, the nice thing about having choice, some dogs are a little bit more particular about one versus the other. That's why I like the heart guard is because they all seem to love it. And again, it's ivermectin. Uh, you know, which has come to the news recently in COVID as people were thinking that might prevent COVID. It won't. Uh, Iver, so Ivermectin is not going to prevent the COVID. No, but, it, you know, I think Donald Trump even said that. Um, and so people were asking if they could buy more heartworm medication. So don't take your dog's heartworm medication for COVID. It doesn't work. Um, but it does prevent heartworms, and it's really uh, well tolerated by dogs and very, very safe. Um, so you know, that, that's what I'd recommend for sure. But just beyond something, beyond something. Yeah, and just give our listeners an idea. Back to the heartworm. Uh, a heartworm can be how long if it gets into the dog's heart. It's an actual worm as well. Yeah, People need to know yeah. this is a worm, and how long can the worm be? Well, I mean, the, the, some worms can be up to you know sixteen, sixteen to eighteen centimeters long. I mean, the adult worms can be just ginormous, and depending on how many worms you have, I mean, they can they sit in the in the pulmonary artery, which is the blood vessel that goes from the heart to the lungs. And they can block that, um, and you know they can work their way into lungs and cause tremendous damage. And they produce these little little microscopic worms uh, called microfilaria, which goes through the bloodstream, and that's how other mosquitoes get infected. So if they drink some of your blood, these little microscopic worms go up into the mosquito and are transmitted around. And you know the the dogs that have it in this area mostly, uh, you know coyotes, uh, foxes, 
Uh, they're your what we call reservoir species. So heartworm doesn't kill immediately, although it almost is, it's almost always fatal. It usually can you know, take anywhere between two to five years uh, for dogs. So for coyotes... It's a slow it's death for dogs then. Yeah, yeah. Depending on how much you get. If you get a lot of uh, huge amount of worms at once, it can be very quick. Sorry, for coyotes you were saying? Yeah, no, for coyotes, I mean, you know, the typical lifespan is within that you know, time frame anyway. Two to five years. I mean, they've got a much tougher life than your typical lap pooch. So... You know, oftentimes they can seem quite healthy and then until they're not, right? Yeah. And I mean, so we know that it's transmitted by mosquitoes. Yes. And we know that mosquitoes love stagnant water. Mm-hmm. So, I mean, you might have stagnant water on your property, uh, you know, but you might not have any stagnant water. It doesn't mean that you're safe. No. Uh, and, and you've got to watch. I mean, even if you keep your grass short, there's really no way to uh, to combat, uh, you know, keeping your dog away from the mosquitoes. Yeah. There's exactly. certain times of year we're going to get the skeeters, and there's not too much we can do about it. Yep. And, and you know what, David? They, they come in the house, too. So we've diagnosed it in, in small dogs that never leave the apartment because, you know, mosquitoes get inside, too. So um, it's a really easy way to prevent a, a quite serious disease. Um, and we've done a really good job. We don't have huge spikes in Niagara because most people are on prevention. But, you know, this time of year, especially when, you know, cost is getting, you know, things are getting tight for people, you know, losing jobs and things like that. If, if there's one area I wouldn't scrim, scrimp on, it, it's definitely heartworm prevention because you have a much more expensive problem down the road. Yeah, very, very, very good advice. Uh, one other question I was going to ask you is, sure. are the are the Canadian uh, veterinarians, or let's look at this province of Ontario, uh, are vets any closer to prescribing cannabis for dogs, cats, uh, at all? Are you any closer to uh, to doing that, or is the University of Guelph still doing studies on this? Yeah, you know what? I mean, just prior to COVID, I would have said, I bet you within a year we're going to have a product that's, that's, that's going to be licensed in animals that we can prescribe. Uh, but this has set things back. But there definitely have been clinical trials. I know there's some out of Colorado, uh, some in California as well. So I think what you're going to see within the next two years, um, you know, depending on the economics, because everything runs around uh, the economy, uh, we'll probably have some products that, that are effective. What I can tell you, though, Dave, having literally hundreds of clients use cannabis uh, in their pets, you know, CBD oils, um, is, you know, they seem to be quite safe. You know, this is not me advocating. I can't officially do that. But it's not it's not as effective as, as we'd like to think. You know, I'd say it's almost a 50-50. Half the people are saying, great, they've seen some results, and the other half, you know, don't see much. And so I, I haven't clinically seen what I need to yet um, to, to, you know, really highly recommend it. Not I can't legally anyway, but just it's not as good as we'd hoped for. But I think maybe with some more research and we figure out dosages and things like that, maybe we'll have a more, might you know, be more good, pre- yeah. precise way to use it, right? You know, I'm sure people are assuming it might be good for uh, pain management or to help sure. with anxiety, uh, yeah. but it may not be the do-all, end-all, um, you know. So. Yeah, but, you know, just a, another little tool, and uh, as long as it's safe, that's what we want more than anything else, right? So yeah, yeah. Um, definitely keep an open mind. Yeah, for sure, for sure. Listen, I really appreciate you taking time out of your night to uh, to join us. And uh, I hope that the next time you're on the Dog Talk Radio Show, you are sitting in the studio with me, uh, six feet apart, of course. <laughs> but yeah. I hope you're in the building with me. All right, brother. I can't wait. Okay, Dr. Aaron Bond, thanks. Enjoy the rest of your night. Okay, stay safe, Dave. Take care now. That was Dr. Aaron Bond, the owner of the Maine West Animal Hospital on Broadway Avenue in the Rose City of Welland. Uh, his wife is also a veterinarian. Her, her name is Dr. Nicole Denodden, and uh, and Dr. Denodden and Dr. Bond, they also own the Heartland Animal Hospital on McLeod Road in Niagara Falls, uh, next to my favorite breakfast joint in Niagara Falls, which is the Sunset Grill. So they're in that plaza there. There. Um, yeah, so uh, they own the two vet clinics. Uh, they've got golden retrievers. They're dog lovers. They've got kids. They've got their own family. Uh, and uh, they're just awesome, awesome people. They're very caring veterinarians. So if you're looking for a veterinarian, uh, seek out Dr. Bond or Dr. Nicole Denodden. Uh, and we have a lot of great veterinarians, a lot of uh, other ones as well that are great uh, in our Niagara region. We're lucky to have uh, an amazing group of veterinarians in our Niagara region of Ontario here, that's for sure. We're going to take a short little break and we'll come back with more Dog Talk on 610 CKTB. I'm Dave the Dog Man, so stick around. 
to Heartland Niagara Animal Hospital in Niagara Falls and Maine West Animal Hospital in Welland year after year? Simple. It's the way they treat their patients and the people who love them with dignity, respect, and the utmost compassion. Both vet clinics help make pet care affordable and offer financing to qualifying clients. New patients are now being accepted. For more, visit Maine West Animal Hospital at mainwestvet.com or Heartland Niagara Animal Hospital at niagarafallsanimalhospital.com. Inspiration, the beginning of something beautiful or the end of a long search. It can take you by surprise or be there all along. Inspiration, the heart of every professional kitchen design consultation at Distinctive Designs. Stylish, polished, perfectly functional, and beautifully designed by you. Hi, this is Anne from Distinctive Designs. Our award-winning kitchens are a testament to the people involved. Clients share their visions, and our designers bring those visions to life. Be inspired today at distinctivedesigns.ca. Hi, this is Rob Baker from The Tragically Hip. Help me shine a spotlight on the artists and the thousands of individuals operating behind the scenes within the music industry. The Unison Benevolent Fund provides emergency financial assistance, counseling, and health solutions to all of our friends in the music community. Please go to unisonfund.ca for more information or to make a donation and help us keep the music flowing. Now is the perfect time to bring a little sweetness into your home with help from White Meadows Farms Canadian Maple Syrup, the perfect white sugar substitute for your next baking project. Hi, it's Richard, encouraging you to get creative in your kitchen with the whole family. See the White Meadows online store for all our maple-infused products. Order today by phone or at whitemeadowsfarms.com with curbside pickup and delivery available. White Meadows Farm on Effingham Street in Pelham. Everything Canadian maple. Support local. Local news and stimulating talk. News Talk 610 CKTB, the voice of Niagara. Now, more dog talk with Dave McMahon. News Talk 610 CKTB. to the Dog Talk Radio Show, everyone. I'm Dave McMahon. Glad you could be here with us on this beautiful, sunny, sunny Monday night. Once again, I would like to acknowledge our sponsors of the Dog Talk Radio Show and thank them for sponsoring the program. Dog Talk Radio Show brought to you by the Pet Food Outlet in Welland. That's the Pet Food Outlet in Welland. And uh, if you go down to the Pet Food Outlet located 824 Ontario Road in Welland, you tell them Dave the Dog Man sent you. Uh, They will give you a free engraved metal tag with your dog's name on it. So they they engrave it right on the spot. It's a really cool metal tag. Uh, You can have your dog's name on it, your phone number, whatever you you want on it, Uh, your email, whatever you want. Uh, so they'll give you a free dog tag, metal, and they'll engrave it right on the spot, absolutely free of charge. It's a great gift, and uh, it's compliments of the Pet Food Outlet, once again located 824 Ontario Road in Welland. If you've not been to the Pet Food Outlet, go check it out. You'll love it. Huge selection, awesome service. Uh, the owner has trained uh, five dogs with me in the last 30 years. The owner's name is Tim Goss. He's got a great team over there. Uh, you, you'll, they'll treat you like family. You'll feel good. And you can bring your dog when you go as well. Uh, and our next sponsor 
As mentioned previously, the Maine West Animal Hospital, uh, located on Broadway Avenue in St. Catharines, and uh, sorry, the Maine West Animal Hospital uh, in Welland, and they are uh, they used to be on Maine West Street, and now they're on Broadway. So that's where the name derived from. Maine West was on Maine West, and now they're over on Broadway. Uh, Doctor Bond and his team, fantastic. Uh, then we've got the Canine Conditioning Center, uh, which is right here in the Garden City of St. Catharines. Canine Conditioning Center is on Bunting Road, uh, and they have holistic uh, therapy for dogs. They do acupuncture for dogs. They uh, uh, they do all sorts of different laser therapy, heat therapy, cold therapy. Uh, they have a therapeutic uh, swimming program. Uh, they also uh, offer uh, programs in weight loss. If your dog's a bit of a lard ass and you, you want to uh, burn some calories off your dog, contact Canine Conditioning Center in St. Catharines. They have an indoor uh, swimming pool, which is a recreational swimming pool. Also, they do therapeutic swimming, uh, but uh, they do weight loss for dogs, and they have special seniors dog program, uh, where if your dog has any arthritis, there's a variety of treatments that they can offer your dog if they've got arthritis. Now, if your dog lies down to drink water or lies down to to eat their dinner, uh, they might be sore. They might be stiff. So you need to reach out and contact the Niagara Canine Conditioning Center. If your dog has difficulty getting up, once they've lied down, they have difficulty getting up, contact the Canine Conditioning Center in St. Catharines. They can help with arthritis and mobility issues. If your dog uh, once had no problem going up and down stairs, but now your dog has issues with stairs, maybe he's just too sore. Uh, you really need to uh, to have a consultation with the Canine Conditioning Center in St. Catharines uh, because there's so many different therapies that they provide and uh, they do physiotherapy for dogs. It's, they've helped so many dogs. Uh, I can't even count how many dogs they've helped. And then of course we have the Heartland Niagara Animal Hospital located in Niagara Falls on McLeod Road near the Sunset Grill. And uh, so those are the show sponsors. Once again, thank you very much for sponsoring the program. And thank you guys for listening. We'll broadcast till 8 p.m. tonight. Now, if your dog's giving you a hassle... Um, then you can reach out to me and I will help you. I specialize in problem solving with dogs and I offer phone consultations. I offer consultations in person. We have group classes. We have private lessons uh, and uh, we'll be having uh, all kinds of classes coming up. It won't take long, and we'll be back to doing group classes. So I can answer all your questions, and you can reach out to me. You can email me. So if you want to email me, Dave McMahon, you could go on to my website. The website for the Dave McMahon Dog Training Academy is www.davemcmahon.ca. So that's www.davemcmahon.ca. And all my contact information's there. I also have a Facebook page. Who doesn't nowadays? Our business Facebook page is called Dave McMahon's Dog Training Academy. And we've got uh, video clips on there. We've got testimonials from people that we've helped because we've done a lot of uh, rehabilitation work with dogs that were fear biters and uh, dogs that were red zone aggressive dogs, dogs that were shy and timid. We have rehabilitated those dogs. Uh, So we've got a lot of information on our Facebook page. And uh, so reach out and contact me. Our phone number is on the website, davemcmahon.ca, and uh, I can give you a phone consultation, and that'll help too. All right, so if your dog is driving you crazy, uh, don't get mad. Don't hit the dog. That's the worst thing you can do if he chews up your belongings. Don't hit him. Don't punish him. I can teach you other ways. I can teach you better, more humane ways of solving your dog's destructive behavior. All right. So, uh, yeah, there's no room for frustration. There's no room for anger. Uh, we only have room for um, improvement. And, and I'm, uh, I can coach you. I'm going to help you. I'm going to walk you through it step by step. And I will teach you how to resolve your dog's problems. And I've been doing this for 35 years full time, so I have plenty of experience. All right, there's no dog that we can't help. All right, that's enough of that. Now, during the break time, I was chit chatting uh, with the uh, producer.
Mr. Greg Campagne, and uh, he has another... <laughs> He has another little uh, tidbit of a uh, retractable dog leash story. So before he goes into it, please, I do not recommend retractable leashes. They are dangerous. People can get tangled in them. Dogs get tangled. I've seen dogs jut out uh, on the retractable leash, jut out onto the uh, street. Uh, I almost clipped a dog one time in my car, turning the corner. Uh, the dog ran right out on the retractable went two feet right onto the road and uh i don't know if the lady couldn't get the button to work couldn't get the brakes to work on the retractable but we don't want retractable leashes what's your little tidbit story you got for us this time mr greg Campagna? well it's similar to the last one it, but <laughs> it just just the other day i think of you now whenever i see a dog i think of dog man and i observe and i look especially the 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 leash uh, 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 I look for slack on the leash. I look for the tugging, as uh, you've yeah. described before. And just the other day, uh, which reminded me of the story I told earlier, a, uh, a lady walking her dog wrapped up right around the legs. Timber, she went down like uh, an, old, an old card table. <laughs> Jesus. I hope she didn't get hurt. No, she, she looked okay. She, she appeared, to be, okay yeah, she appeared by, to be okay by the looks of things. Yeah. But it was a big dog. And uh, could have did some damage to her, thank goodness. Yeah, she was on the grass. She was okay. on, on grass, so that was good. Yeah. Yeah, so we don't want uh, we don't want people using these retractable leashes. Uh, you've got to file them in the garbage can where they belong. Uh, now, Mr. Producer Greg Campagne, uh, Campagne, I've got uh, some things I want to get off my chest. Do we have time for me to unload now? Can should, I do it now? We should take a quick break. We'll take a quick break. When we come back, I want to talk to you about uh, the increasing amount of uh, people that I'm noticing that are driving their cars with their dogs sitting on their lap I'm going to give you an earful on that one <laughs> right after this Why do so many local pet parents entrust their cherished companions to Heartland Niagara Animal Hospital in Niagara Falls and Maine West Animal Hospital in Welland year after year? Simple. It's the way they treat their patients and the people who love them with dignity, respect, and the utmost compassion. Both vet clinics help make pet care affordable and offer financing to qualifying clients. New patients are now being accepted. For more, visit Maine West Animal Hospital at mainwestvet.com or Heartland Niagara Animal Hospital at niagarafallsanimalhospital.com. Now is the perfect time to bring a little sweetness into your home with help from White Meadows Farms Canadian Maple Syrup, the perfect white sugar substitute for your next baking project. Hi, it's Richard, encouraging you to get creative in your kitchen with the whole family. See the White Meadows online store for all our maple-infused products. Order today by phone or at whitemeadowsfarms.com with curbside pickup and delivery available. White Meadows Farm on Effingham Street in Pelham. Everything Canadian maple. Support local. This segment brought to you by Maine West Animal Hospital. Debt can be stressful on its own. Add the uncertainty we're all currently facing, and that stress can become overwhelming. At MNP, our licensed insolvency trustees can show you how government programs, like a consumer proposal, can help relieve you of your debts. No need to meet in person. We're only a phone call or email away. 310-3328. Or visit us online at mnpdebt.ca. MNP Limited. Licensed insolvency trustees. Issued by the federal government. Call us on the phone or see us on the net. 310-DEBT. This segment brought to you by Maine West Animal Hospital. Now, more Dog Talk with Dave McMahon. News Talk 610 CKTB. Welcome back to Dog Talk, everyone. Glad you could be here with us tonight. Special thank you to Dr. Aaron Bond for joining us earlier. He's a veterinarian, the owner of the Maine West Animal Hospital, and also the owner of the uh, Heartland Niagara Animal Hospital. Appreciate him uh, as a contributor uh, because he's always got great advice for my listeners. Uh, dogs sitting on people's laps when they're driving a car. Uh, I'm seeing it more and more and more, especially with the good weather. 
there is a uh, a neighbor of mine who likes to uh, take his dog for uh, a, a ride in the car, which is fine. Nothing wrong. I believe that you should take your dog for a ride in the car. Uh, but I do not believe that the dog should be on your lap. A dog is not safe on your lap. This particular neighbor, he's got the dog on his lap while he's driving the car. So you've got distracted driving right there. Uh, he's got his window down halfway. It's a smaller dog, like about the size of a Bichon Frise. It's kind of, I think it's a Shih Tzu, Bichon Frise, uh, um, you know, mix. And uh, the dog is sticking his head out the window as the dog is on his lap. Uh, no, not good. Not good. Uh, if he has to stop suddenly, if he has to stop fast, boom, smack like that dog's going to get uh, going to get killed. The dog's going to have its neck broken. It's going to be, uh, you know, projectile, boom, right uh, up against the windshield. Uh not not good and even if you have a passenger in your vehicle and they are uh, you know they've got the dog on their lap um that's not that's not safe for the dog like if an airbag goes off the dog's going to be killed so um i think it's better that you get your dog a dog seat belt and uh, the dog seat belts are available at no other than the pet food outlet 824 Ontario Road in Welland. And these dog seat belts are they're basically it's a harness that your dog would wear and there's a loop in the back of it and you hook your seat belt through there and you can keep the dog sitting safe on the seat and it will stop your dog from going flying. Your dog can sustain all kinds of injury if they're not in a seat belt. And I do believe, uh, producer Greg Campagne, I'm not sure which state it is, and I don't expect you to look it up or anything. Uh, why did I say that? No. Um, but there are certain states. That's right. Certain states where uh, dog seat belt is mandatory. So who knows, right? Maybe in Canada someday, dog seat belts will be mandatory. I, I don't know. But there is another way to keep a dog safe when you're traveling in your van or truck or car. And, and what you do is you put the dog in a carrier. Like if it's a little dog, you put him in one of these things called a carrier, which is virtually a smaller dog crate. And the general rule of thumb is with the crate, make sure the dog has enough room to stand up, turn around and lie down. Right. And uh, the dog is going to be safer in a carrier because he's not going to be like thrown from one end to the car to the other. Uh, if you have a, a SUV and you have room for uh, a crate, if you have a lab or you know something larger, golden retriever, uh, yeah, my clients that come to see me for training, if they've got bigger dogs, they have the crate in their SUV and the dog is in the crate chewing on his chew toy on the way to dog obedience class and on the way home because it's just safer uh, having the dog in a crate or in a seatbelt. There are, there are eight states that require... And I do appreciate you doing that homework for me, uh, Greg. Eight states that require dogs... Canine-specific harness when in a vehicle. Ah. Maine... Massachusetts, okay, Minnesota, Connecticut, Hawaii, New Jersey, New Hampshire, and Rhode Island. Wow, there they are. Eight states in the U.S. that require dogs to have a harness-type dog seat belt while in a vehicle. I'm all for it. It makes sense. What do you think, Greg? Yeah, I love it. I'm seeing a picture here. Of it, it looks quite comfy. For yeah. The dog. Well, another thing I'm noticing too is a lot of the guys and gals out there with their pickup trucks. I see a lot of dogs running around the back of the pickup truck while the vehicle is in motion, while the people are driving. The dog is loose, uh, and there's no um, like there's no uh, cap. Is that what you call it? The cap, right? Cab. There's no cap on the uh, pickup truck or no cab. I'm talking about just the open bed, you know, uh, dogs just kind of running around. Well, they can jump off. I've, I've seen dogs jump out of moving vehicles before. Uh, they can break their legs. Uh, they're not safe if you have to hit the brakes, get into an accident. Boom, your dog's flying around. So, uh, yeah, not very good to have dogs in the back of, of pickup trucks uh, flopping around and, and getting hurt. So they need to be in a crate for their own safety.
Uh, there's a few other things that I wanted to get off my chest on today's program. And the one that is a real pet peeve of mine is people that think it's okay to leave their dog outside to bark their head off. No one wants to listen to your dog barking his head off. I mean, it's very, very rude. It's very disrespectful to allow your dog to be in the backyard barking his head off. The neighbors don't want to listen to that. Who wants to hear that? Right? You don't want to hear that. In fact, you can get a fine from the city because now we get into a noise bylaw. Right? So you don't want to be fined by a city bylaw officer if your dog is barking. Right? You want to keep your money. You don't want to be paying fines. Bring the dog inside. Let him go outside to do his business. Bring him back inside. Okay? Don't leave him outside to bark his head off. No one wants to listen to that. I've had a couple of neighbors uh, over the years that were doing that. And uh, luckily, I was able to talk with the neighbors and straighten that out pretty quickly. Uh, This time of year, uh, people often put their dog in a boarding kennel. Maybe they're going to be going somewhere. More and more people are taking their dogs with them. There's a little less travel going on now with the COVID-19. But nonetheless, I want to give you a little bit of uh, information regarding boarding kennels. If you are thinking about putting your dog in a boarding kennel, uh, you got to proceed with caution. Okay, these boarding kennels, they're not regulated by anyone. All right, so, you know, it's buyer beware. In my professional opinion, if you're going to leave your dog in a boarding kennel, uh, there's a few things you need to do beforehand. Uh, First of all, uh, go online, check out some of the reviews, but you want to go for a tour. You want to go for a tour, you want a tour of the facility. Is it clean? Is it spacious? What's it like? You know, the outside pens, you know, is there shade for the dogs, right? You know, if there's no shade, that's no good. A lot of these uh, these kennels, especially some of them that are out in the country, they're overgrown. The grass is two, three feet tall. You're going to have some mosquitoes. You don't want your dog to be around all that. So you want to make sure that the property is neatly groomed. You want to make sure the place is clean. Uh, you know, are there dogs there? Do the dogs look happy, the ones that are there? The other thing you want to find out are the owners there or their staff there 24 hours a day. In my opinion, there should be a human being at the boarding kennel 24 hours a day. There are some boarding kennels where it's like, okay, it's 6 o'clock or 5 o'clock or 7 o'clock. Okay, boom, we're done. All right, fine. Lock her up, close her up, you know, and they go home and they're not back at the kennel until the next day. Anything can happen. Fire. You know, by the time the authorities get there, you know, it could be too much smoke. Uh, your do- dog or cat could be passed away. Uh, I really believe there should be someone at the kennel, in the kennel building, or at least uh, someone on the property. Sometimes uh, these uh, boarding kennels, they'll have a, they'll have a, a house on the property. And uh, then the proprietors of the kennel live there and they can be close enough to check on the animals. So proceed with caution. Uh, If you are looking for a boarding kennel recommendation, I'd be happy to give you one. Uh, You could reach out to me, Dave McMahon. Uh, Contact me through my website, davemcmahon.ca. I'll be happy to give you a recommendation for a boarding kennel. No problem. Once again, I want to thank you for tuning in to the Dog Talk Radio Show. Special thank you to Dr. Aaron Bond. Much appreciated having him on the program as always. Uh, Thank you to our sponsors once again, the Pet Food Outlet, Maine West Animal Hospital, Niagara Canine Conditioning Center, 